Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people, and today we have an amazing guest. In fact, we have two guests. He's none other than the best-selling author of all time. That's right, the best-selling author of all time. Welcome to the show, Mark Victor Hansen. Thank you. And I thank everybody out there for reading A Chicken Soup for the Soul, or one of my 309 bestsellers and 59 times number one. And now we got this great new book out we'll talk about called Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. I love it. I love it. And let me introduce our second guest, Nikki Ballou, all the way from Toronto, Canada. Hello, Victor. It's great to be here with you. Great to have you both here. So, Mark, you're obviously known for chicken soup, over 500 million books, and I'm probably undercounting the number even. Clearly, you wrote another book, but I'm guessing you didn't do it for the money. I didn't? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth is we tie that in every book, and that's why I've sold more books than anyone else. And currently, my wife and I are co-chairman of, of uh, childhelp.org, which is dedicated. They've done 10 and a half million kids get out of abuse, neglect, and sex trafficking in 60 years, and now we happen to be co-chairman. But we wrote Ask because what happens is Crystal and I travel around. I've been in 80 countries, as you know, and talked to 7 million people live. And when we travel around, what we sound is all these wonderful people that are well-educated, they're totally likable, they've got, they oodle, they ooze with talent, but they don't become what they could be. They couldn't fulfill their potential or what we're calling your destiny. And we said, well, what is it? And we came to one word, and, and it's, Listen, I've been more blessed than anybody with chicken soup because we thought the soul of America was in trouble. And we discovered the soul of the world is in trouble. And that's why I sold 374 million books in China. But we said, what is it they're missing? One thing Crystal and I discovered, ask. And, and the reception of this book has just been, it only came out two weeks ago and it's just over the top. And, and we're saying, hey, wait a second, everybody, get a copy of Ask. If you like my other books, you're going to like this. I'll give a couple of stories if it's okay with you. Because most people are handicapped in asking. They're afraid to ask because they've got one of seven fears going on that we call roadblocks. And, and what happens is we're saying, hey, look, if you get one, there's only one place to get it. There's no bookstores, which breaks my heart because I love bookstores. Go to Amazon and then send us a receipt at reception at markvictorhanson.com. We are going to invite you free to the world's biggest book club which we'll probably do in two, in three months or something once everyone's got one. And we're going to have all day with Crystal Mark. They can ask anything they want. And, you know, when you read as much as I do, you've got a few answers that no one else has got. I love that. I love that. Well, I know that, you know, when you launched all of these different books, you didn't just put them out there and the world beat about to your door. You worked your, no, you worked, you worked at it. Uh, you were on, multiple interviews every day of the week, lots of radio shows, and that's how you got your message out there. And And the reason I know that is because when you and I first met about seven years ago, you gave me a piece of advice. You put, you connected me with a gentleman named Steve Harrison. Oh, good man. He really is. And I learned about publicity and I learned about the process. And he basically taught me the same process that he helped you and Jack Canfield with. He was one of our publicists, yep. Absolutely. And so I know that it wasn't just that you won the lottery, you worked for it. And it's clear how, that you work for it. And I can see behind the curtain, what it is that you did. And so I just wanted to personally thank you for that, because that was, uh, that had a tremendous impact on me and changed my direction. So thank you for that. You're, you're most welcome. In our new book, Ask, we, that chapter we call Grant of Wishes. And anytime you help somebody else get 
to their destiny. And we believe everyone's got a great destiny. And what happens is your job is to find it and then unroll it and then ask. We say three asks. Ask yourself, ask others, ask God. And you ask me. And didn't take anything from mine, but it's that old thing from our, our my favorite president was probably Jefferson. And Jefferson said, if my candle's lit and yours isn't, you light yours on mine. Doesn't take anything from mine. It makes the world not twice bright, but fourfold as bright. And everybody needs, I also wrote a book called You Have a Book in You, and we got that. You can get it at our website or go to markvictranson.com or go online and get it. But we think everybody ought to write a book, especially when they're government-imposed sequestration. How's that? <laughs> well, we're certainly in a time right now, and I know that you and Nikki have planned an event together, so I want to talk about that in a moment as well. We're at a moment in history where there's so much that's out of our control, and one of the principal messages, which ties directly into your book, is don't just be a victim of circumstance. Take take charge. You only control what you can control, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. What are some of the key elements of ASK that actually tie into this summit that you guys are about to put together? Let me preface it with the story we have in a book about one guy. Now, sure. Je- Crystal and I wrote absolutely everything we know about asking, and it was volumes. And then we said, wait a second, let's ask. The people that really are successful are what we call master askers, like Nikki, who's on with us. But And one guy we interviewed was Jim Stovall. And most people don't know his story, but Jim Stovall is a kid, and he's going to be an NFL player, and he's big, and he's strong, and he's fast. He gets recruited at 19 years old, and his dream has come true. Well, he goes to the medical, and the doctor comes back and says, kid, not good. I'm sorry to tell you, but in six months, you're going to be permanently and forever blind. Well, his spirit was just crushed, dashed. And, and like all of us for the last six or eight weeks, he was self-incarcerated in a little nine-by-twelve room. And all he had was his radio, his telephone, and his television. And he's grumbling and he's complaining, just like anybody that was sighted and lost their sight all at once would do. His parents said, look, Jimmy, you're going down to that blind meeting and see if they can't give you a check, get you excited again. Well, he went down there and there was an echo chamber of negativity, but fortuitously, he sits next to this one woman named Kathy, who is a blind legal stenographer, flawless. And he says, you know, I used to love to watch thrillers. I used to love to watch a guy throw a right hook. And I wish somebody would do something about that. She takes her elbow and hits him so hard he was black and blue. It says, wait a second. And this is pivotal to what we're talking about today. It says, wait a second. What do you mean somebody ought to do something about it? We're somebody. Why can't we do something about it? That's what she asked him. Why can't we do something about it? And everybody listening, figure out what you can do to fix your problems. And I'll talk to that in a second. But said, yeah, why can't we do something? They created something that you might not know because it's for blind people and it's called narrative TV. 14 million people every day or monthly pay $10 million to watch narrative TV that says that's a right hook. That's what's happening. And, and what happens is, is so we interviewed Jim Stovall for the book, because I met him because, do you remember old Charlie Tremendous Jones, one of the great, oh, sure. big, yeah. flamboyant guy to hug everybody? It just it was wonderful. He said, I only hug men. No, I don't hug women because I get in trouble with my wife, Gloria, and my six kids if I hug women. Anyhow, so he calls me up and said, look, I know you're selling 15 million books a year. You haven't got time to breathe, but you've got to read this book. It'll change your life. And I said, Charlie, I'm busy. He said, look, if you're my best friend, you'll read The Ultimate Gift by Jim Stovall. I read it. He asked me to do the forward. I did the forward. I did the afterwards on the back page. I said, this is so clear. It's one of the best books ever in the universe. Everyone needs to read it, and it has to become a movie. Stovall in our interview said, if I live 100 years, it won't be a day in my life. I don't thank Mark because I made $100 million on that movie. 
And then he finishes and he said, now I'm blind, but he said, I write books that I can't read. <laughs> oh, wow. And I make movies that I can't see. So ladies and gentlemen, it's a story of Joseph's Many Colored Code. And what Nikki and I are going to talk to you about is we're in this special time where adversity is going to catapult you to phenomenal opportunities if you're awake, if you know how to ask, if you're willing. On May 21st and 22nd, this Thursday and Friday, we've got a superstar studded cast of the best people I've ever met in my life that are willing to share from their heart and soul and help you find your opportunity in this adversity that's plaguing not us, but 8 billion of us. I love that. And so, Nikki, you put this event together. It was your brainchild to put this together with Mark. Tell us a little bit about who else you have coming to this event. For sure, for sure. Well, let me just set the stage for you first. So I was introduced to Mark by the same fellow who introduced you and I together, Raymond Aaron, and said, hey, Mark uh, would like to come on your podcast. And I said, okay, sure, absolutely. We interviewed, he did a phenomenal job, and then we did a second interview. I was telling him about something I was doing to help folks during this time be able to create a podcast. And Mark really loved the concept. He said, I think podcasting's where it's at. Come and show me what you got in mind. So I kind of walked him through it. And he said, this is great. This is great. You know, and I said, yeah, listen, feel free to take some of this stuff. You probably ought to do a podcast of your own. And then I said, Mark, would you be open to doing a virtual summit? Because I just interviewed Joe Vitale. You remember Joe Vitale, sure. Victor, yeah. from The Secret. Joe Vitale had a mastermind event he'd done that he'd sold tickets for. The pandemic hit. He had to refund the tickets. Then he said, I'm going to do it online and charge 500 bucks. Nobody bought. Then he said, okay, I'm going to do it for free. And 10,000 people showed up. So I told Mark this. I said, look, people right now are scared. People right now are hurting. The free enterprise system right now is, is buckling. It's under attack. What if we created a unique thing? And I told him that story of the talks I'd been doing for corporate audiences where I let people share their pain. I let people share the anxieties they were dealing with so they could feel they're not in this alone, that we're all in it together. And then I, I shared the story of how this was like World War II in a way because it was a chance that all of us could come together to serve one another. In World War II, we fought a visible enemy. Now we were fighting an invisible enemy. And I told the story of how Britain in 1940 stood alone and the only thing that stood between freedom and an evil tyranny was the Royal Air Force. And if they were going to keep freedom alive, they needed to shoot down four planes for every British plane that got shot down. And everyone in Britain said, it can't be done. It can't be done. But Churchill believed. And he made his people believe. And he made those boys believe. And by golly, they did it. They shot down four German planes for every British plane that got shot down. And then Churchill delivered his famous speech, you know, where he said, in the House of Commons, if the British Empire and its Commonwealth were to last a thousand years, men would still say this was their finest hour. And then I said to Mark, Mark, in 10,000 years, if the free enterprise system and the free West were still to be around and long may they last, men and women would still say this was our finest hour. If people like you bring us all together so that we can stand up for what we are. And Mark said, I love it. And he does what he does better than any human on the planet. He supersized the goal from a few thousand people to a few million. And he said, I'm going to call all my friends because I know every big speaker, I know every major thought leader, I know every heart leader there is, 
Nikki, let's get this done. And I said, I know a guy who does virtual summits better than anybody. He said, that sounds great. So he went and he got, he got together folks like John Maxwell, who's the number one leadership guru in the world. Jeff Hoffman, he got together. Jeff Hoffman is the founder of Priceline.com. You got Candace Owens, the activist and the founder of Blexit, who is just standing up for freedom hard. Judge Kenneth Starr, who was part of the impeachment inquiry into Bill Clinton. He got Freddie Ravel from Earth, Wind & Fire. This man just supersized everything. His goals are so vast. And then I brought Ashar Alam, who you know, who's the guy for virtual summits, who's done almost half a billion in sales at summits and virtual summits. And then Mark Von Muser, who you know, and my phenomenal Teresa, and he brought his lovely wife to the table and his, and his, and his stepson, Preston Weeks, who's an entrepreneur. And there was just, and Jesse Torres, who Mark brought in, who's this wonderful Hispanic American woman with just a heart full of love and fire. And these people are here, I think, to, to do something extraordinary, to do something unique, right? Mark, you call this a unique event. It's different from anything else because it's not just a pitch fest. It's about love, right? Well, what happens is that we we have everybody. I mean, like, if you do you know, Victor, do you know who Jeff Hoffman is? Have you ever heard yeah. him talk live? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Jeff Hoffman is this geek, right? He gets fired from a job when he is uh, 21 years old. He's at the work, and he's, he's a, a, a software engineer. And the guy says, we expect you to go the extra hour. I'm going to come here every night. And if your car's not in the parking lot late at night, you're fired. Jeff, who's a wise ass because he's brilliant, says he graduated head of his class, Yale, so he's a superstar, said, look, I'll just buy two cars and leave my car. Will that make you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> and the guy says, your, your ass is fired. You're out of here. So that day he goes to the airport to fly home. He lived, lived in, his mommy lives here in Arizona now, but that's where he's from, our great state of Arizona. And he's standing in line and he misses his plane because there's a little ticket lady that's not very motivated, not moving stuff. You remember how that was in the prehistoric days. And he says to the group of 100 people that missed their flight just because she was lazy and slow, said, how many of you would pay me if I could just issue your tickets like that? Everyone raised their hand, says, good, what would you pay? A guy says, $5, $10. One guy said, look, I make 600 an hour. I'll pay you $600. I need to get on that plane. He said, I got me a business because what did I say a minute ago? You got to fix something. And when you listen to Jeff, who's a dear, close friend, we've done a lot of stuff together. We own two companies together now. Is it, is it Jeff makes it seem like everybody should be a billionaire. What's so big? It's not a big deal. You just figure out something that needs fixing. You don't need an MBA. Now, as you know, in Canada with Bob Proctor, I reinvented the word MBA. I said, it's called a millionaire's bank account. And the way you get it, Bob and I trademarked the word MSIs, multiple sources of income, because there's no multimillionaire I, I'm familiar with or billionaire that doesn't have that. Then we, and so he's talking about how Jeff's talk, his title is how to be an upper preneur. Isn't that a cool tour? An upper preneur, because you're going to, everyone needs to entrepreneur and you're going to be upper. Then the other guy that we've got that wasn't mentioned is the guy who created Constant Comet, who's another right. friend. You know, Alex Stern? I know the name. I don't know him. Well, he's got his new book out. He's giving it away free to everybody that comes online with us. Free, free, free. And it's called Entrepreneur Up, Scale Up, and Live Up. Or something close to that title, if that's not exactly it. I mean, he told to me on the phone, he wrote to me, and I didn't look at it right before. But we are going to try to help people get going because he, here's, here's my position, Victor. In America, we got 30 million unemployed that we don't have any job to go back to. Therefore, you're 10% of our population in O Canada. Right. So I'm going to say you got three million unemployed that probably don't have a job to go back to. Yeah. So what Nikki and I are saying, hey, wait a second. 
It is time to rethink, re-pivot, re-entrepreneur, innovate yourself at levels you never thought you had to because in the last two months, we've had 10 years of change. You don't disagree with that, do you? And you know, it's funny. I was going to say exactly the same thing. Sometimes a decade goes by and nothing happens and it feels like we've lived a decade in a couple of months. It does, yeah. Yeah. And so the point is, one of the little things I'm going to be giving to everybody for free is is I wrote a little book with the, I'm going to call her the chicken lady, except Nikki's met her now, Mitzi Purdue. She's 84, graduated head of her class, Harvard, 1963. So she's been around a while. She's 84. She married, she, first of all, she came out of a, uh, she's a double heiress. So she was, her daddy created a little hotel chain. I think you've heard of called the Sheridan Hotels. Yes. yes. I think you've heard of that one. And then she ends up marrying, divorcing, and finding this other guy. And she said, I'll never marry again. This guy said, I'll never marry again. They meet and in 10 minutes. This guy, Frank Purdue, the guy who sold more chickens than anyone, right? Purdue chicken. They do 22 million chickens a week. So one of my best friends who's a billionaire introduced me to her and they, they were in, in of all places, Abu Dhabi together. And, and this guy, Brad Rotter calls up and says, your new best friend is going to be Mitzi Purdue. I said, I, I got you as a best friend. What do I need another best friend? He says, you're not going to believe this woman. She's the brightest, wisest woman. She believes what we believe. Everyone's got to be an entrepreneur. We got to reinvent ourselves and make the world work. And, and in two weeks' time, we wrote this book, How to Be Up in Down Times. And it's, it's a miraculous book because I'm teaching that, and we'll teach on this seminar, in, in, in this decade from 2020 to 2030, we're going to create 50 trillion, spelled with a T, now to be trillion dollars worth of brand new business. I'll just do one of this. I teach seven. And I think now there's eight now that I knew a new, I got another one today. But this is so dramatic because one of the, I, there's a company out in Michigan called QCI. The chairman of it has made us Crystal and I advisors. And, it's, and it, I'm going to do it in a, a cliche so everyone gets it. We're turning trash into cash. And we need 22 million employees. That means we need 2.2 million in Canada this quick. As a matter of fact, we're opened in Canada. I think it's the Mohawks, your biggest Indian tribes, decide to do it because everyone creates five pounds of garbage. All of our landfills are full. And yep. this one guy spent $300 million in the last 20 years, Dean Rose, to figure out how to take everything and turn it back molecule for molecule. So metal back to metal, glass back to glass, uh, plastic to plastic, and water to water. So we're not lacking resources in North America. We got more than enough, and we are going to have Canada and America, and I think Latin America work with us because we need. they don't have the resources. For whatever reason, God gave your country and mine, more resources. Do you know that? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we are the resource haven. Yeah. So we're going into the most exciting time ever. As soon as they open it up and everyone understands that there's been a little bit of a hoax here, at least Nikki and I think that we could talk there if you want, but we're in an exciting time if you're awake, alive, enthusiastic. And if you let us take you out of the doldrums, meaning dead wind, and I'm a sail, sailor, is it, is it, and, and let you flow again, we're going to really work. Well, my gosh, um, I'm an avid sailor as well. We could probably talk sailing as well. I would love to uh, sail with you. Chris, I'm going to do a quick aside, and I shouldn't do sure. this online, but we got five kids, six grandkids. My kids, I promised the kids and grandkids, we'd take them everywhere. When we come up there, visit you in Ottawa, we'll all sail together. You'll borrow a boat or something. How's that? Well, I'll tell you what. So we're, we're actually putting our boat here in Ottawa for sale because uh, we actually own a boat in France now as well. Hot diggity dog. Can yeah. we do the canals and go through the Burgundy and Aussie stuff? We've done that many times. Uh, I, so it's a, I want to. 
Oh yeah, we've done that. It's oh, it's such a beautiful way to travel. Uh, we've done it on the Nivernais Canal. We've in Burgundy. We've done it on the Canal Lateral de la Loire in the Loire Valley. We've done it on Canal du Midi in the south of France from Toulouse. Oh boy! Uh, and it's just the most amazing way to travel from village to village, vineyard to vineyard at about three knots. You can't go any faster than that because the stern wake churns up the, the, the walls of the canal. So you can't go any faster than that. And, and the locks close for an hour and a half at lunchtime. Even if it's an automated lock, the lock needs a rest at lunchtime as well. And uh, it's the most amazing way to travel. Can I hitchhike in that just real quick? Because you and I are friends. And I, obviously, everyone, you just heard me ask him boldly and, and yep, unabashedly because we're quasi-friends. Ladies and gentlemen, the bigger point is not just that we're going to get to do this. That's the point. When you're asking, you're here to live a destiny, and you've got a destiny fulfilled, and it's great, and that's what Nikki and I decide to do. we got to get people back on, on track to their destiny to have the fulfillment of your soul because your soul is lit at the level, like Jung says, that you're doing great, grand, and terrific things. And, it's, and the damn governments of the world right now are depressing, compressing, and, and squishing the heart and soul out of human beings, and it's we had decided, and, and I think I'm talking for Nikki, and if he objects to anything, I'd say I'll be surprised, but we want to have you all be back and free, and some people are going to die in it. I'm sorry, nobody should die, but if you take good care of yourself, keep your immune system strong, you're going to do well. I love it. I love it. Amen. And, and here's the thing, right? What Mark said is, is so true. We have a situation where this pandemic was a real thing, right? The virus was a real thing. I think, you know, Victor, I told you, my father passed away at the end of February. His breathing gave out. That was the thing. So it's entirely possible that this had something to do with that. And I have a 12-year-old son who was born with too narrow a windpipe. And so this is not something that I've ever taken lightly. Having said that, the level at which the media has been hammering this onto us, especially lately, like, no, you can't open, you can't open until there's a vaccine and every human being on the planet is vaccinated is nuts. And we need to give people hope. We need to give people a belief that things can turn around. We need to give people the eyes to see how great they really are. That's the main reason why Mark and I decided to team up to do this event. And what he created with his book, Ask, I think is so powerful because the first thing that any one of us needs to do is learn to get good at asking. If, if you sit back, if you decide, no, I'm not going to do anything, I'm just going to wait until this all passes over, you could lose your business, you could lose your, your job if you're an employee, you could lose everything dear to you. The time to get out of this fear, this fear virus, this mind virus is now. And one of the things that both Mark and I really believe is important, people need to go on a news diet, right? They spend too much time on the news. They've been saying that people are spending two and a half hours a day consuming the news. Heck, stop doing that. Listen to podcasts like this one instead. I say people should go and listen to your entire back catalog. They should listen to the entire back catalog of my podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. They should go buy Mark's book. They should go buy your book, Magnetic Capital. They should buy my book, The Thought Leader's Journey. They should be reading every day and they should be consuming positivity. If they fill themselves with positivity rather than negativity, it's going to turn everything around for them. And these two days are like positivity on steroids, right? Basically, you're going to get 12, I think now it's up to 13, 13, my lucky number, me and my father's lucky number, 13 of the greatest 
thought leaders and heart leaders that the world has ever seen are going to share all their heart, all their soul, all their love, and they're going to help put you in a space where you're going to feel like anything is possible. But more than that, they're going to give you some tools. They're going to give you some ideas. They're going to put you part of a community of people that have a plan to move forward and how to move forward in victory. No more living from your supervillain. No more living from your fears. Let's start living from your superhero. Let's start living from that, that person that dreams big, that person that wants to make a difference, that person who leads from the heart and wants to have everyone in the world win. And I know Mark Victor Hansen is all about everyone in the world winning. I love that. And I know I'm super excited to participate during those two days, and uh, I can't wait for it. So if folks want to register, if they want to learn more about it, what's the best way? Go to yourfinesthoursummit.com, yourfinesthoursummit, because we're naming it after Churchill. Like he said, Churchill had every reason to lose, every reason to be a victim. Germany was bigger, stronger. He got people to bolster their spirit again, because right? The spirit world runs a mental, it runs a physical that runs your results as far as I'm concerned. So he got them to believe that they could do it and, and flex their biceps metaphorically and triceps all over again. And that's what Nikki, I, and our team have decided to do. And, and to a man or woman, uh, everybody that we've asked to help us has said, yes. I mean, everyone sees that somebody's got to turn it around. And, and God bless all the politicians. They may be doing the best they can. And the medical people, God bless them. But right now, it is up to us because there are three viruses. There's a physical virus, and Nikki talked to that. But the worst virus is a fear virus. And uh, yeah. Napoleon Hill wrote all the fireside chats for FDR, said in a virus like that, fear, which was a, a depression, confront your fears and make it disappear, right? And you have nothing to fear but fear itself and that. So we are going to cover that that day. And then the other fear is the economic fear. We're going to show you, just like what I said, Alex Stern, the guy with constant contact, multi eight companies he's made billions with is going to say how to have the title of his new book, which isn't out, but he's going to give it away free to everybody is start up and then scale up. Because if you've got something good, you want to serve a lot of people. We're saying, look, there are 8 billion people that are simultaneously on smartphones. All of us can make a fortune on smartphones to learn how to do it virtually. And then, you know, we're going to do it with what's called BR and then AR and then Avatars. It, it, we're in a really exquisitely exciting time, but you gotta know and you gotta be have the touchstone, and we're gonna be the touchstone to help people turn around their lives and their futures and create fortunes. I love that. I love it. Me too, Mark. I got goosebumps, man. Sign me up. Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> you go. <laughs> you go to the. <laughs> I am, thank you, Nikki. You're so much fun. <laughs> Your finest hour summit. Dot com, or if you had to go to my website or, or Facebook or anything with Nikki or Mark or anybody, you know, we, we've got it everywhere. And you're going to keep hearing about it during the next days because we're going to make a bigger, better, grander. Not for us. We're here to serve. I mean, the master teacher said that when the boy said, how do you become great? He said, the greatest amongst you is servant of all. We're, And that's why we thank you, Victor, for letting us share with your people to facilitate everyone getting served. I love it. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Nikki. For the listeners at home, definitely you want to go to yourfinesthoursummit.com. It's coming up in just a few days, yourfinesthoursummit.com. That's yourfinesthoursummit.com. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.